fascism is inherently crowd pleasing. I fa- fascism has always and will always be popular. Yeah, that's that's, that's why you have to be on guard against <laughs> yeah. it. That's, yeah. People yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, this is what I was talking about it being defeated at the ballot box, not because of rigged elections, but because it's genuinely popular. Service guarantees citizenship. Also, I find absolutely insane that's popular is monarchies. How popular is this fucking Meghan and Harry bullshit? Oh, well, I've it's, told, it's on the headline of CNN.com. I've told you the best possible political system is an enlightened king. The problem is it basically never you get happens. one generation. <laughs> uh, even then, uh, it might be better than average. Yeah. But you've you still got a ultimately flawed human being. Yeah, benevolent dictator. Is, yeah, I disagree. I disagree. The, the great part about it is that it's very efficient. And one guy says, "Here's what we're doing," and it happens. Yeah. The problem is, it's a person that has their own peculiarities. Yeah, there's no such thing as a benevolent dictator. It's an oxymoron. Of course, you just, can't do it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, so it's yeah. just stupid. Well, I think it, the problem is that just people in general have grown so impatient these days. Like you know, these our system is designed to go slow for a reason, and people expect things to change instantly. And if you know what they download right now isn't you know changing immediately, then they're pissed off. But they'll forget about it in two minutes anyway. I think so it doesn't matter. If I can impart any wisdom to any person in the world, it would be to basically be very be extra suspicious of people who tell you what you want to hear. Those are the people you really. <laughs> should yeah. look askance at. Without a doubt. Whatever side of the spectrum you're on, no, anyone who comes in and says, especially people who say they have a simple solution to a complex problem, <laughs> also don't trust those people. Which because is it's a lie. Politicians. Yeah. yeah. It's not true. But no one, uh, and again, this uh, the Jay Hoberman book goes into this about how Jimmy Carter was basically like, a pragmatist, a realist, and was like, look, we have these problems. Yeah. The solutions are not easy. It's going to be tough. But if we hunker down and do it together, we can achieve this. Yeah. We, can achieve, <laughs> yeah, we can achieve modest gains, modest reforms, and life can get better for everyone, but it won't be easy. And Reagan came in and said, life- this <laughs> Reagan came in and said, no, life is like a friggin' movie. You're all the stars of your own Hollywood movie. No. And look how great it is if we go into Granada and kill all these people. And look how great it is if we cut your taxes you get uh, an extra hundred bucks and don't worry about social security that's years and years away don't worry about the deficit that's years and years away look at this extra money i'm giving you life is good go buy a new car buy a new house have another kid yeah are you better off now yeah than you were a year ago four years ago that's one way to look at it yeah uh it was also interesting looking at the polling because um reagan famously won in a huge landslide joey was it the biggest landslide ever in 84 1980 84 yeah, maybe. What McGovern? Eighty wasn't that big. No, it was pretty big. Yeah. Eighty was eighty was bigger, I think, than eighty four. No, no, because eighty was the Iran eighty four was the year that he won forty eight states. 
believe no, I, 80, I, I 84 was definitely bigger but 80 was big 84 was the peak of reagan mania yeah. uh, you can check show anyway, you go, but I, what's really interesting is uh he right, walks right, you through fine. the polling so oh, leading leading up to the election reagan's approval rating was like 45 44 it was not good mm. And it looked like it was going to be a competitive race. And then within the last six months of the race, he basically broke it open and just slaughtered the competition. Is this Dukakis? Uh, no, yeah. Dukakis was, was HW. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Fuck. was it McGovern? Maybe McGovern. Whoever it was, he was not particularly popular. I forget what it was. It was some, I think it was some sort of military engagement where people got real rah-rah, you know, hyped up for a few months. He won the election and then his approval went back to normal. But during that brief period where people were voting, his approval rating went up to like 70% or something. It's fascinating. I literally went to the Reagan Library today uh-huh. and I do not, and they did not cover some of it. Like a lot of this stuff was just completely glossed over. Like I was curious about Iran Contra uh-huh. and I looked all throughout. Yeah, surprised I didn't there's cover a that. huge foreign policy section. It's like an enormous room and there's one tiny corner with one plaque that says Iran Contra was blah, 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 blah. Oh, it was uh, no Walter Mondo re- and Geraldine Ferrero. Fer- Ferrero. Uh, only Minnesota, yeah, 84. and like maybe Delaware. Or no, something. no, only, there was it was forty nine to one. There was uh, oh, it was uh, uh, Minnesota and DC were carried for yeah. Walter. Mondale. I think there are two, and uh, yeah. So is that the biggest landslide ever? It has to yes. be, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Electorally, what about electoral the popular votes vote? were uh, uh, five twenty five to thirteen? Yeah, it's not but what was the popular? The popular vote was fifty four million to thirty seven million. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, percentage was 80, uh, 58% uh, Republican, 40% uh, Democrat. I mean, there's been crazy landslides, but there might be more than two parties. You know, there might have been three parties. Well, and then parties. so so that was the second biggest landslide after 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Electoral College, yay or nay, Sean? Of course. Sean doesn't want to lose his lawyer, loyal uh, Midwestern viewers out there. All the guys in South Dakota, Iowa. He's got a lot of them. They're overrepresented. Don't want to lose those guys. Well, I mean, this show's already long enough. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> we should probably break this into like two episodes. Oh, man. Um, I tried to. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Electoral College is, without it, basically two states control the president. And that is- 7% of the country controls the Senate right now. The the other big fact to take into consideration, though, is uh, oh, those three big cities are gushing people. So what I just gushing people mean uh, they people are leaving Illinois, people are leaving California, people are leaving uh-huh. New York. I just saw a, isn't that good? Um, well, I'm I'm just saying that like you your uh, what I'm saying is the people whether you live in Chicago or whether you live in the middle of Wyoming, your vote should be the same. It shouldn't matter where you are. So whether you leave the city or live in the city, it doesn't make a difference to me. It should be one vote. Otherwise, what you're doing is rigging the system in favor of one type or another. A purely democratic system doesn't... People in the city, Sean, you may have noticed, people in the city don't all agree with each other. So it's not like we're one hegemonic voting block. Right. And people, people in rural states are way more hegemonic, mm-hmm. way, way more... Homo- what am I looking homogenous. For? homogenous than people in cities. Way more. Trump gets a much higher percentage of the vote in Brooklyn than Hillary Clinton gets in the middle of you know West Virginia. 
Way more. Right. But from a sheer land area. Who gives a fuck about land area? The the needs of a city. talk about altitude from an altitude. The needs of the three cities that would be controlling the presidency are vastly different. But these are the cities that power the country. These are the same problems that we end up with with the fucking almond farmers not having water anymore because LA has stolen it all. They voted that they want the water, so we don't have water for fucking farmers now. Yeah, those. A small, I, I agree with you. A small number of people have too much influence. Right. Totally. So democratically, if more people, larger number of people, had an equal say, but there's they the, wouldn't have that. And that's that's the issue. The 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 electoral college evens out that. No, it doesn't. Hold on. It evens out that that power play because there's two different dynamics at play here. There is just population, but there is also the locations of those populations having vastly different needs. And the Electoral College is the way to balance those two needs. Just like Congress broken up into the House and the Senate is the way that we balance the population versus state. We have one that is two per state and one that is based on your population. And that way we have a fair balance of checks and balances that allows us to not But because have- the Senate and the elect, so there's the Senate, which is unequally weighted and the electoral college, which is unequally weighted. So you have two out of three that are unequally weighted in favor of rural communities. I'm still in favor of the Senate going back to being appointed. I don't think we should be voting for also, senators. Also, you're right. It's not, even, it's not even, it's even worse because the Senate is really only half a branch of government, whereas right. the electoral college elects the, the entire executive. The sen- also, the Senate is the portal to the judiciary. So even though they lost the House, they're still rubber stamping all these, ju- these Trump That's judges point, who yeah. will be there for the rest of my life because they control two of three, because they and control the two, two branches of government judiciary. where they don't need a, a majority. All they need is certain people in a certain place, and they control the executive branch, they control the more powerful of the congressional branches, and they control the ju- judiciary. Two out of three. Right. But if the Demo- what I'm saying is if the Democrats so- would appeal to more than just those two fucking cities. Why don't the Republicans have to appeal to more than seven percent of the country? How is that fair? The the they're you're saying that people in the city again, this is like the American soldier thing. One guy in uh, Iowa, you're saying matters more than one guy in Southern I, California. I just hold on one second. I'm sorry, Sean, but I, I don't agree with your assessment that they're pandering to New York and L.A. I think they're pandering to the, the key states, meaning Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Florida. Like I don't think anyone that, panders to L.A. Yeah, well, they're pandering to the states that win. I've them never heard of a single. College. I've never heard of a single candidate who goes out there and talks about affordable housing in L.A. Talks about the homelessness crisis in L.A. Who talks about wildfires in L.A. I've never heard a single president. No, they don't. They don't because act, they don't need it. They don't need to com- campaign in California Even because they've got the vote regardless. Exactly. That's the problem. And so you have 15 million people who go unheard because one side says, I have your vote. I don't need to pander you. And then you have the middle of the country where no one's going to go campaign in Wyoming. No one's going to go campaign in South Dakota because fuck them. We have their votes already. So they go to Ohio, North Carolina, Florida well, over the, and over and over the, and over. The over. primary system is a whole different. I'm not talking about the primaries. No, that's what you're talking about. No, though. I'm that, talking about the general election. Swing states are all that matter. No, though, nothing else matters. Well, though the. And this is just 
there's no logic to it. This is just this is a combination of politics, economics, sociology, demographics. Well, no, swing everything should be all that matters. You guys, no. there, there is a hardcore base of left and right, but trying to convince everyone in the middle is where everything goes. But you're not convincing people in the middle. You're trying to convince a certain set of weirdos in Florida who control the entire fate of the country just because there happens to be an equal number of red and blue in Florida. That's it. There's no logic to it. No, it, it is a fucked up system, but they, I don't think the electoral college it's is necessarily lines the, on a map that, it, that define well, that's all what gerrymandering and bullshit. I mean, that what is, I'm saying is you can take away those lines. You can just say one person, one vote period for the president, one person, one vote. The Senate, I understand. Yeah, I'll, I'll, understand. Give, you, I'll give you the Senate. You have to have fine. a certain amount of. I mean, it's, to, can be, to me, that is just as actually worse in that it is the, that is only guaranteeing a Democratic president forever. But we are a de- no, no, it's I, not. I, no, it's. I don't think so. Why don't Why don't the Republicans appeal to more Democratic voters? I mean, you just saw why the don't they pivot left? For Reagan, Reagan why do the Democrats the always have to pivot right? Why is it that the Republicans never have to concede to the middle? They can be as hard right as they want. Democrats have to go to the right. That's my entire life. That's what I've always heard. Uh, you have to have a, a centrist Democrat. You have to have a moderate Democrat. I've only seen no the one, Democrats go to the left in my lifetime. Never. Wait, never. Uh, Bill Clinton? In the no, general no, election? The, right now, the trend of Democrats is this far is more left than we have this ever seen. This is because Hillary okay, Clinton so- lost. There's a specific moment we're talking about because now we're in the primaries and sometimes there is a race to the left. But in general, they will tack to the center. And no, I would say you're talking about the AOCs, the Bernies of the world. But they're not running this, for the, president. The noise. Except for Bernie yeah. is, but- no, no, this isn't this is the first genuine other than fucking Ralph Nader, this is the first genuine progressive movement of my lifetime. I've never had a genuine when I was a kid, Bill Clinton was president. Bill Clinton, by today's standards, is a Republican. He is not but- a Democrat. Prior to that, the neocons were essentially the first really Bill far right wing. Basically, I mean, tried to outflank the Republicans on the right. He wrote this horrible crime bill. He cut taxes. He cut welfare. He cut uh, government spending. Immigration, too. right? On everything except the military. Immigration. He tried to go to the right. He out conservative the conservatives. You never uh, Ronald Reagan didn't out liberal the liberals. It only goes in one direction. Obama campaigned on his crap and then was a total he was the same deal he was a neoliberal he was a corporate democrat it's because conservatives change their mind huh hmm? i'm confused what you mean or i i, I meant liberal uh, uh conservatives are much more likely to be stalwart in their opinions whereas a a liberal is usually a little bit oh more- no the voters didn't change their mind about obama the voters wanted him to be the guy he said he was in 2008. Well, yeah. And he said he was going to be in 2012, and he turned out not to be. Yeah. Just remember to text before calling. Be sure to check out all the shows there at the Podcast Network. We got going down on South Park, Power Tinkering, Text Before Calling, which you just heard. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, the uh, newest show, Celluloid Breakdown. And uh, you can check, oh, Literally Literary as well. People seem to still listen to that. So, you know, check it out. Um, but yeah, you can donate to the uh, Patreon. Go on over to patreon.com slash fallcast uh, or pick up a mug or a shirt or some sort of paraphernalia with our 
logo is in bass in butt and butt and barrett and no just kind of on there i think silk screen you know no fancy words uh but yeah uh that's at uh forecast.com slash shop so you know all the fancy stuffs and the the overpricedness goes to help uh fund the shenaniganery here at the forecast studios so uh yeah until next time uh yeah yeah <laughs>